Hi, welcome to Broadway Assembly Church Podcast. We are excited for you to be joining us today. If you want to get a notification of the most recent uploads, please subscribe to our podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy. Great to be in the Lord's house again this evening. Appreciate you being here. And, uh, uh, you know, this morning, I got up at 5 o'clock this morning. Uh, It said (laughs) 7. But we're an hour behind, and 24 hours before now, it was two hours behind this in, in, in my state. So, so I got up at five this morning, but, <laughs> oh my, great to be here, Lorraine, Ohio, Broadway Assembly, with you folks, hallelujah. I want to say, I want to say I appreciate uh, uh, yesterday evening after I got here, uh, your pastor took us out uh, to eat, and we appreciate that, and it was good. And uh, it was even better today. His wife did better than the place we was at yesterday. I mean to tell you, I'm not going to tell you what we had because you'll, you'll, be, you'll be wanting to get out of here and go to a restaurant but, or go eat something. But uh, it was wonderful. And they made sure I took a little <clears throat> snack home with me, and I did do that. I took care of that, so praise the Lord. And so I want to say thank you again, as I did this morning, for uh, the double P. Amen. The Prophet's Palace. Um, and a uh, great place to stay, and I appreciate it. And, and um, uh Everything's there. If I'd have forgot everything, I wouldn't have had to go to Walmart to get it because it's all over there. Shampoos and deodorants and, and soaps and, and just everything. So uh, I appreciate it. And then them snacks and, and uh, man, I mean, I'm just, uh, wow, thank you. And uh, I appreciate it. Praise God. Uh, we... we uh, uh, we uh, love we, we we love preaching in different places, holding revivals. I've done it a little while, a few times, and uh, matter of fact, uh, uh, not not uh, evangelizing, but this September will be forty nine years that we've been preaching. So I was. Uh, that picture you all see before church up there and the one back there on the bulletin board, if I look older than that picture, it's because I am. That was, uh, uh, I, I, think, I think the pastor took that off my Facebook page and uh, that, was, that was, I don't know how many years ago that was, but, uh, but that, that, in case you got shocked and surprised, that's the reason. And, uh, but uh, it's great to be here. I, I so appreciate your pastor and his family, and uh, he's got a pretty good father-in-law. Amen. <laughs> he amen that. Praise God. Uh, but we're 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 uh, uh, just uh, so so glad to be here. Thank you uh, for everything. God bless you. First Chronicles chapter. Seven. First Chronicles chapter seven. I am reading verses twenty-one, twenty-two, and twenty-three. I might just turn around here and read it. That's bigger. I got this little thin Bible because it's easier to carry, and boy, it's small print. So I, I'll just, I'll just uh, turn around here and read it. Let's read it together, all right? 
and Zabad his son, and Shula, that's a good one, isn't it? His son, and Ezer, and Iliad, whom the men of Gath that were born in that land because they came down to take away their cattle. And Ephraim their father mourned many days, and his brethren came to comfort him. And when he went in to his wife, she conceived and bare a son, and he called his name Bariah, because it went evil with his house. As Brother Smith said to me that he never forgot what a preacher said years ago. Say it, brother. It's good. Which one? About to pray, it's always. The preacher that said, you never forgot it. He said, it's good to pray. It's good to pray. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word this evening. We thank you for your blessings, your benefits, your promises, your word, your power and presence. I pray that you would manifest that presence among us now as we have felt so wonderful in the singing this evening that you would let us feel that same presence and power through the preaching of the word. God, I pray, speak directly to individuals in this house that need to hear what's going to be said in this service. I know that you are going to talk to somebody. And I ask that we be receptive to what we hear and be obedient and be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving our own selves. We ask it in the name above every name, the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you before I begin to preach. We have, we have, you, you may be seated. God bless you. We have poor cell reception where I live and other places there as well. And, and, and your pastor called me and I didn't get the call. And it was, Uh, Several hours later, I noticed I had a voicemail, and I didn't recognize the area code, and I thought, well, it's that car warranty thing again. (laughs) Seriously, that's what I thought. But I thought, well, I'll just check, because they don't usually leave a message. They just hang up, and I saw that there was a few seconds there, so I listened to it, and it was your pastor, and uh, saying, uh, asking uh, about coming for revival, and before I ever talk to him. I felt this, what I'm going to preach to you tonight. I've never preached it. I have never preached this. As a matter of fact, the only time I have even mentioned Bariah, as far as I know, in almost 49 years of preaching was one time in 2017 at Men of Faith. I mentioned him briefly, briefly, and then passed on in my message. The only time I've even mentioned this guy's name. Now, 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 when you're preaching night after night after night for years, and you go this many years, I mean, well, but that's what I, I felt it come to me before I ever talked to him. And then we uh, got together on this date, and uh, I have never preached this. I wanted to practice it. Before I got here, but, I, but no, no, this is, this is for Broadway Assembly. Now listen, I may never get above this tonight, but I have something for you. Come back the rest of the week and we'll shout and, and, and get with it, okay? 
But tonight I got something to tell you. And I may just stand here and talk like this. But I have something to tell you. I am preaching to you tonight. Bariah, born in sorrow. Bariah, born in sorrow. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says, All Scripture is given by... The inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. But you're going to have to stay with me now and buckle your seatbelts for just a minute before you unbuckle them. You're going to need it right here with what I'm about to say. Notwithstanding the truth, notwithstanding the inspiration, notwithstanding the prophet, the instruction, and the infallibility of all Scripture, I think most of us would admit there are portions of the Bible that could only be described as dull, monotonous, That's sacrilege, preacher. Wait a minute. Mundane and even, may I dare say, boring. Certainly not scintillating. And it is just uh, to such a passage and portion that I'm drawing your attention to tonight. Let me tell you something. If you read up to this point, that whole book, how many of you likes begat, 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 and so and so begat? How about 303 verses of that? You ready to pass on to something else? Hello. Hello. Do I have your attention at least? Praise God. So, if you don't think so, you just read the six chapters and 20 verses into the seventh chapter of 1 Chronicles. Amen. Uh, 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 prior to my text tonight. And, and, but then, in the middle of all of those so-and-so begot so-and-so, and he begot so-and-so, and he, 303 verses of it. And then all of a sudden we come to verse 21. Amen. And, and, it, and, and it, it, we get uh, almost as a footnote, a brief glimpse of humanity, a story of sorrow. Right in the midst of all that. I mean, it's just... Seriously, 303 verses, so-and-so begot so-and-so, and so and so Chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5, chapter 6, chapter 7. And then suddenly we got the verses that I read in your hearing tonight. Amen. A story of sorrow. Like, like others in the Bible, such as uh, Judah's nightmare sin with Tamar and Achan troubling Israel by taking the accursed thing. And here, after 303 verses of names, most of which mean nothing to us now, we find timeless truth tucked away in Scripture threaded through the seam of some otherwise forgettable lines of the Holy Bible. Amen. But it is here in 1 Chronicles chapter 7 that we happen upon Ephraim and his family who are living in the land of promise. Suddenly the men of Gath swept down upon them and stole his cattle. And that wasn't the worst of it. He did something else. He slew his sons. The blessing and the bounty of living in the land of promise is stripped away 
by the men of Gath. Gath, made famous by who? Yeah, we got some Bible readers here tonight. Praise God. I like preaching to Bible readers. Man, I'm glad I'm preaching in Lorraine, Ohio to some Bible readers. Hallelujah. I could ask that a lot of places and they just look at me. Amen. Not that I've asked that because I've never preached this before. Amen. But but uh, I ask things like that every once in a while. Uh, some places weaned me of it. I just don't bother anymore because they never have an answer. But thank you, Bible readers. Amen. And so, uh, uh, Gath, uh, these men come down. They steal everything. These these interlopers living in the land that God had given to Abraham. And so Ephraim is now empty. He's robbed. He's mourning. His, his soul is uh, inconsolable. Amen. He's like, I preached about Jacob this morning when that bloody coat was laid at his feet. They couldn't console him. Amen. And that's the way Ephraim was. It's a season of suffering. Listen to me. I'm about to preach to you. I may not I may not preach good, but I'm going to preach a word of God to you tonight. That's for Broadway assembly. God gave this to me for you. Amen. And so it's a season of suffering and a time of trouble. It's a day of distress. His confidence is shattered. All of his sons are now dead. And it is then living in the shadows of this horrific loss that he retreats to his home. And we read in First Chronicles chapter 7 verse 23. And when he went into his wife, she conceived and bear a son and he called his name Bariah because it went evil with his house. Bariah means son of sorrow. Hence my text tonight. Bariah, born in sorrow. He, oh, it means son of sorrow or son of trouble. That's what it means. Just three verses. Just three verses give us the story. Then guess what? It's right back to begat and begat and begat and begat and begat. Amen. That's right. But I want to tell you if you keep reading. I said if you keep reading, amen, get into the next chapter, 29 verses later, you're now in the 18th chapter, amen, in the midst of that long litany of names, there's just one line, amen, that interrupts one more time, and it brings truth full circle. When you read in 1 Chronicles chapter 8 and verse 13 without any explanation at all, the Bible says that Bariah drove away the inhabitants of Gath. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. That's all it says. That's, that's the only interruption. in. The, I mean, three verses in the seventh chapter, one verse in the eighth chapter, and it's right back to names, 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 and names. Amen. Cut and dry. Amen. But the son that was born in sorrow, the son, Bariah, that was born in trouble, in distress, that son rose up and drove out the adversary that had brought devastation and despair to his family. Deliverance belonged with and to Bariah. Praise God. What was born, what was, hear me, hear me, what was born in that time of trouble became the source of their deliverance and their victory in the end. Oh, praise God. That's what I got for you. I could stop preaching right now and tell you you've been going through it. You've been in sorrow. You've suffered some things. Amen. But I want to tell you, amen, that same thing is going to drive you to God and you're going to end up with victory. Hallelujah. 
what was born in their time of trouble, in their season of sorrow, that son that was born in that day of distress rose up and became the hand that drove out the inhabitants of Gath that had killed their sons. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Listen, there's a great line in the memorable narrative of Samson in the book of Judges. He, he had, he remember, he went down to Timnath and a young lion roared against him. Amen. And that line is this, Judges chapter 14, verse 14, the last part of it. Out of the eater came forth meat and out of the strong came forth forth sweetness hallelujah I have come to tell Broadway assembly this ain't for somebody down the road I mean before I ever spoke to your pastor God birthed this in my spirit do you hear me I told him about it when I called him I said God's already began to talk to me about something amen this is it I've come to tell you tonight that there is honey in the carcass of every lion that we face and fight I said there can be sweetness come out of every fight every battle every trouble every trial praise God cause God's got a way of doing that I'm trying to help you because some of you are letting the enemy steal a word of truth from your heart I'm, I, I mean, this, this just kind of goes along with this morning. Amen. You, you come back the rest of the week. You let me get through this morning and tonight, and we'll, we'll, we'll do some shouting and, and getting in with it the, the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, all right? But let me get rid of this burden on my heart. Amen. My God, I want to talk to somebody here. Sitting right here. I ain't talking about the ones missing. Maybe you are listening by way of uh, Internet, but, but listen, I'm talking to somebody that's hearing my my voice right now. Amen. I'm telling you. Amen. What's born in us in times of trouble. What's produced in us in seasons of struggle will in the end set us free. Praise God. I want to tell you do not forget that. You hear me? Mark it down if you have to. Do not forget that. That that's born in us in the time of trouble and distress is ultimately going to rise up and set us free and give us the victory. Now listen, if you're not careful, if, if, if you're not a student of this word, I've already found out you are. Amen. And if, if we don't let God feed our soul these timeless truths, your adversary is going to steal your victory. And he's going to pirate away your faith. Amen. And if we are not careful, some of us are going to wake up and have nothing but a remnant of Holy Ghost power in our life. But I'm rising up in this pulpit to tell you right here at Broadway Assembly tonight to tell somebody, amen. I'm rising up to tell somebody and to tell somebody to tell somebody, praise God, that, that uh, which is born in us in our trouble is ultimately going to rise up and set us free. Ah, if you think the devil's going to win this battle, you're wrong, brother. Amen. You're wrong, sister. If you think the adversary is going to destroy the church of the living God, amen, you're wrong. Because I hear Jesus tell that little band of followers, amen, in Matthew 16, 18, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Somebody hear me right now. I said the gates of hell is not going to prevail against this church. 
Please make another statement right here. Well, I feel good. Praise God. I may not feel like this in 30 seconds. Amen. The gates of hell shall not prevail against Broadway Assembly. Hallelujah. Praise God. Somebody give him some praise in his house tonight. Let's just, my, my preaching ain't going to get no better. Let's just praise God a little bit. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, you may be facing it now, but you're going to see the victory in a little while. You may be up against it right now, but there's something being born in you in your time of trouble, in your sorrow, and it's going to rise up. That which is born right now is going to rise up and give you the victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you read Matthew chapter 24, if you read Mark chapter 13, if you read Luke chapter 21. All right, Bible readers, what's in there? Pastor knows. Amen. These chapters are home to a catalog of evil and ill that ultimately will be visited upon this earth. Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. It is the horror that is to come. And it comes from the lips of Jesus Christ himself. He's the one speaking, right? Amen. Each of these chapters are foreboding, ominous narratives of Scripture. But if you will allow me for just a moment to set aside the prophetic implications. And by the way, in case you begin to wonder because of the passages I'm, use, I'm using, I'm pre-trib. Just letting you know that. Amen. Uh, pastor said hallelujah, so I guess he is too. Amen. But what you will discover is that as in so many biblical passages, there is, beside the prophetic implication, there is a down-to-earth practical application in our Lord's words as well. Christ speaks of horrific experiences and events that are coming to our world, doesn't he? False Christ, read it. Those three chapters, read it. False Christ, wars and commotions, nation rising against nation, great earthquakes, famines, pestilence, fearful sights, believers being brought before kings, delivered into prison, betrayed by their own brethren. But in the midst, in the midst, hear me right now, in the midst of that long litany of mayhem and disaster, if you read carefully, you will discover that there are some good reports as well. Amen. See, you read, you read Matthew 24, you read Mark 13. You read 21 of Luke and you come away with all the bad and all the things that's happening and all the awful things. Amen. But I want to tell you there's victory and triumph for God's people there as well. Because right in the midst of these horrific threats of terror, verse 9 says, Jesus looks at his disciples and said, Be not terrified hallelujah listen to what he said in the 13th verse of Luke 21 whatever happens Jesus says in verse 13 it shall turn to you for a testimony hallelujah as somebody said your test is going to become a testimony praise God hallelujah hey, somebody say my test will become a testimony 
Verse 15 says, I will give you a mouth of wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay or resist. Verse 18 says, Hallelujah. Amen. There shall not a hair of your head perish. Same chapter, same struggles, same events, same things going on. Hear me. Verse 19, in your patience possess ye your souls. Verse 27, then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Hallelujah. I'm telling you that in the midst of great distress in the land and wrath upon the people, in the midst of falling by the edge of the sword and being led away way captive. Amen. In the midst of Jerusalem being trodden down. Sun. Signs in the sun and moon and stars. Distress of nations. Perplexity. The sea and waves like Bigger than what we saw at Lake Erie yesterday evening. Amen. Roaring, praise God. Men's hearts failing them for fear, for looking after those things coming on the earth. The powers of heaven shaken in the midst of it. And perhaps most importantly, maybe more meaningful than all of it, upon concluding this treatise amen, of the end time, the commentary from the Christ of God, to his disciples, to his followers, to believers, to you, to me. Amen. Was this divinely inspired line in verse 28 when he said, when these things began to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads. For your redemption draweth nigh. You may be having a time of struggle. You may be facing a time of sorrow right now. I say to you, look up. Lift up your head. Your redemption draweth nigh. I'm going to tell you what somebody needs to do right now. Somebody needs to look that nasty lying devil in the face and tell him if you think you're going to take my victory, if you think you're going to be depressing me, amen, if you think you're going to drive into a state of fearfulness I've got another thought for you devil praise God because uh, you see I haven't just read I uh, I haven't read uh, in these chapters just the woes but I've also read the wonders hallelujah God's going to turn everything that comes to me into a testimony praise God hallelujah and God's advice to us is lift up your head. Look up. Lift up your head. Your redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. And even though Christ told us in John chapter 16 and verse 33 that in the world, what would we have? You think it, you, 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 you you, you think it's strange it's, you have to go through some things? In this world, ye shall have tribulation. The next line of that verse says what? But be of good cheer. Why should we be of good cheer when, when, when we're facing tribulation? I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Amen. I said somebody needs to look the devil in the face and say, you've taken my last victory. You've stolen my joy for the last time. You've taken, you've taken my smile away. You've erased my laughter. You've stolen my dance. You've burglarized the, the life of my prayer language. 
but you've done it for the last time. Amen. I'm going to believe that which is born in me in this time of trouble and this day of distress and season of sorrow is going to set me free. Hallelujah. And so Matthew 24, Mark 13. Luke 21 in that trio of passages of woes and wonders to come we find that this phrase these are the beginning of sorrows these are the beginning of sorrows and that phrase in the Greek text in which it was written you can check me out. Your pastor's smarter than I am. But I done checked it out. And it, it and and I think when he if he checks me out on this, he's gonna find I'm right. That phrase in the Greek means these are birth pains. Hallelujah. You got a you got a Bible program that gives the Greek on, on your phone. No, don't look it up now. Listen to me. Look it up after service. Amen. These are birth pains. These are the beginning of sorrows. These are birth pains. Amen. The trouble, the trials that our Lord is, is describing is not the end. It's just the beginning. They are the beginning of something. They are beginning the beginning of birth pains. Amen. Promising to give birth to ever greater manifestations of God in our lives and for that reason we are told lift up your head your redemption draweth nigh amen these beginning of sorrow birth pains. They are, they are uh, the precursor of you and I giving birth to greater manifestations of God than ever before. I want to tell you something. You can have a greater experience with God right now than you've ever had in your life. We can have a revival that would shake Broadway Assembly. My God, hallelujah. Not because of who the pre preacher is, the evangelist is, amen, but because we believe what I'm preaching to you tonight my God hallelujah like Bariah what's born in us through these times will ultimately rise up and set us free I'm coming to a close the Bible lets us know in Hebrews chapter 12 verses 26 and 27 that everything that can be shaken will be removed that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Amen. What do you think's going on? What's going on in our world today? There's a shaking going on. If it wasn't carnal, I'd, 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 I'd call a title of a song right now, a whole lot of shaking going on. Boy, there's more shaking going on than Jerry Lee knew about. I ain't always been a Christian. I won't listen to that stuff no more now. Amen. Praise God. I'm telling you, what do you think's going on? Amen. What do you think's going on in this world if there isn't a shaking going on right now? Amen. Everything that can be shaken is going to be shaken. Amen. So that which cannot be shaken will remain or stand. And I'm here in closing to tell Broadway Assembly tonight that there's some that need to get a death grip on the truth of God's word. In First Chronicles chapter 7, the verses that I read in your hearing, we need to look at our, we need to look our adversary in the eye and tell him no more. No more. No more. No. Devil, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Amen. What's going on around me is not going to steal my faith. It's going to embolden my faith. It's not going to shut up my praise. It's going to open up a fountainhead of praise. Hallelujah. Great God in heaven. Amen. Oh, somebody.
shake loose tonight. Amen. Believe the preacher. Without I came with a word of God for you. Amen. That you may be going through it. You may be struggling. You may be in a time of sorrow. My God who hasn't been uh, 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 just uh, uh, unbelieve what's going on in the world today. you'd have told me five years ago that some wouldn't know which restroom to go to, I'd have not believed you. If you'd have told me five years ago that they would not put gender on birth certificates till they got up and decided which one they wanted to be, I would not have believed you. There's a lot of things going on in the last couple years I would never have believed three or four or five years ago. You hear me? Amen. But that ain't going to stop me. I said that ain't going to stop me from praising God and let something be birthed in me with all the trouble going on. And I'm going to get closer to God. Does somebody believe it? I'm not going to eliminate the manifestation of God in my life. It's going to give birth to a greater manifestation. Hallelujah. Listen, every precious person in this house who has been caught up in some crisis, hear me. Every person in this room who has found yourself walking with a halting step toward God's promise. Like those two and a half tribes, Reuben, Gad, and the half tribe Manasseh, at the very edge of the promise, but not embracing and receiving it and stayed on the other side and stayed out of the promise. Amen. Amen. You and I have the ability to bring forth something now. To give life to something. There is something that can be born in us now. That even in a season of suffering and a time of trouble and a day of distress, what is born in us now will rise up and drive out the antagonists of our life, our family, our church family, and will set us free. Hallelujah. Hear me tonight when I tell you that we've got families to think of. Amen. You better get a double dose of the Holy Ghost power. Stand like a sentinel against the adversary, uh, 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 the devil between uh, uh, the devil and your family. Amen. Praise God. Uh, and you need to say and tell the devil, you're not taking me and you're not taking my family and you're not taking my church family. Amen. There's going to there's going to be something. Amen. Born in us tonight. Hopefully, hopefully something's going to a, a, a word of faith is going to latch onto your soul right now, right now, and rise in you right now in this season and rise up and set you free. Hallelujah. Somebody, somebody ought to stand to your feet right now and shout unto God with a voice of triumph hallelujah somebody ought to believe the word somebody ought to take God at his promise somebody oh hallelujah let something be birthed in you right now that will give you the victory. Oh, hallelujah. I don't, know, I don't know whether to continue. i got a little more to say, but I, I don't know. Maybe we need to give an altar call. Amen. But let, let, me, let me just say this. If you're not careful, if you're not careful, if you are not careful, your adversary will sow this thought in your mind. You've got it more difficult. You got it harder. You got it tougher than anybody else. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because he's the father of lies. The devil will 
persuade you that you've been dealt a hand that we haven't been dealt. Amen? The, uh, and that the, 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 the lot that we have drawn is more harsh and, and, and it's unfair. Amen? How many's listening? You can't let those lies get in your spirit. Amen? The, this Bible, this Bible says that the rain falls on who? The just and who? It falls on everybody, doesn't it? Amen? Praise God. The Bible says that the same afflictions are accomplished in our brethren that are in the world as in us. Amen? Praise God. Hey, God's not picking on anybody here. God's not picking. I'm getting ready to close. Amen. Ha. God's not picking on anybody. I've never told this from the pulpit, even though it happened last summer. But on that downpouring rain of Monday morning of July 19th past, when my 19-year-old grandson went into eternity in a car accident, God wasn't picking on me or my family. God hadn't failed us. Nobody's picking on us. We're not special. We're just people living in a fallen world. Just like everybody else. And I want to tell you, stuff happens. It's called life. If we're not careful, the devil will start lying to us. Mm -hmm. At that funeral, I watched my daughter, his mother, Sing a song. Devil didn't take nothing from her. She didn't blame God. She stood up and sang at her own son's funeral. Amen. I watched his brothers, my, grands, my other grandsons. I watched them stand and eulogize great things about him that I hadn't even known myself. Not one person blamed God. Wasn't God's fault. It's called life. Why God? Why God? It ain't God. It's life. It comes to all of us. But I want to tell you something was born in me through that. Aided in, 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 in that sorrow. There was something birthed in me that told me and gave me a determination to be better and do more for God. It was birthed in me out of that time of sorrow. We need to hear what I've said tonight because we're living in a weird time. Unprecedented time. A time like none of us have ever lived in before. And what God wants to do from the least of us to the greatest. From the most novice believer to the most veteran saint. Listen to me, I'm closing. What God wants to do for us now. He wants something to be born in us in this day of difficulty and struggle and trouble. That'll rise up like a mighty phoenix from the ashes and deliver us in this last day. I don't want to get bitter in my soul. I don't want to let the lies of the devil pollute my spirit and start believing a lie and be damned. I want something to be born in me that rises up and sets me free. And I've come to tell somebody at Broadway Assembly, you might be in sorrow and you don't understand all that's going on and you're in a day of trouble. But I want to tell you, God's going to, if you will look to him, God's going to birth something in you through this that's going to make, that's going to rise up and set you free and deliver you. You're going to make it. You're going to come through it by the grace of God and giving yourself to God. 
oh, I was worried about this because I knew God spoke to me and I, I, I just didn't get it. I told the pastor today, I just didn't seem to get it to come together like I, like, like, like I wanted to. But there it is. Come back tomorrow night. We'll shout a little higher and preach a little better. Praise God. But I've delivered what God gave to me when I heard that voicemail. Instantly, God touched me to talk to you about this tonight. How many's going through something you just don't? I mean, it's just, hey, we all been going through it for two years. Lots of things. But but something more than that. Something, something facing that you I'm calling you to an altar. And talking to God until God births something in you tonight in your season of sorrow and suffering that's going to, in the end, rise up and bring deliverance and victory to you. Hallelujah. I wish I knew how to say it better. Praise God. Praise God. Come, give us that song. Come around the altar. I'm telling you, I, I've talked to somebody. I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to somebody at Broadway. God wants to give you victory in your time of sorrow. Let something be born in you that will rise up and bring deliverance and victory. Let's pray. Let's call on God. Through all of it, I've learned. Something was born in me that would glorify God anyhow. Again, a promise. Trust. 